0: That is right. Go find us. If I can find the freaking promo, go find us on all these platforms, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, our podcast, Google podcast, Twitter, anchor, and Spotify. Like, share, subscribe, share the hell out of this video. It's lagging because I'm, I'm on Chrome today. I hate Google Chrome. It's basically like giving the CIA your data for free. Um, we go find, go. Go follow us on all those other platforms because we will eventually get nuked off Facebook and tonight might be the night. It's going to be spicy tonight. Uh, it's like, uh, it's not like going to a Mexican sit down restaurant spicy. It's like a taco truck on the bad side of town spicy. Um, it's, going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. But welcome to episode number 86 of me trying to radicalize people. Uh, on the internet until the FBI and ATF kick my door in and shoot my dog. Um, we're going to talk about, we're going to blow through some news real quick, uh, the early segments. And then we'll get into the two big stories that I want to talk about. Um, I could worry about what y'all want, uh, but I don't. So... I'm going to cover the two big stories that I think are important and why they're important. Uh, But we'll go into ad reads. The first ad read we got is RedemptionTactical.com. Use our promo link, the one I'm posting in the chat. Right? Meow. Uh, It's RedemptionTactical.com. Check them out. They've got a whole bunch of Gucci gear, plate carriers, all the things we got TomFitz.com. That's tomfor 5 Tom Queter runs better than the government, even though his feet don't work. Find us on those platforms. I went over them earlier. Do those. Uh, the Alaskan Raven, for all your meme needs. On Facebook, visit The Alaskan Raven. Jack Casey's book, I'm legally required to tell you by his biggest of super fans. It's a good book, but fuck Jack Casey, because why not? Uh, the Greasy Porcupine, for all your automotive needs. Go to GreasyPorcupines.org. Um to find out more, or you can call that phone number right there down at the bottom. I'm not gonna read it out because it's going away in three, two, one, boom, almost time that perfect. Um yeah, I'm a little hyped up tonight. I am excited to go into this, and by excited I mean virulently angry. Uh if you're angry and you need problems solved, uh call eight one one, don't call nine one one. The nine one one will shoot your dog. Eight one one will just tell you where to dig without uh you know messing up someone's internet electricity or you know ruining your own life so say one call before you dig segment the current price of nine millimeter is around 31 cents around so we're down a little bit not too awful bad but we're down some slot uh 556 is currently sitting at loading loading 49 cents around so we've gone down a penny uh, the product spotlight of the week from guns, uh, galleryofguns.com is the G 4s Arms MKX3. The MSRP on that is six forty nine. It's a twelve gauge semi-auto box mag-fed shotgun. So go copy one of them things and. That's it for that. Greasyporcupines.org. Yes, Janice, that is inc- that is indeed correct. Go to Um, Quick news. uh, The OSHA vaccine mandate has gone to court, and lo and behold, the court said, hey, this is a constitutional problem, and we congratulate the federal appeals court for waking the fuck up and realizing that uh, forcing people to do stuff is bad. So, uh, that I'm sure will go to another appeals court, and it'll get brought back around. So for now, it's a slight win for the right things in the right direction. Uh, let's see. The other thing I'm going to talk about. So the the two big topics tonight, uh, will be the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. The quote-unquote murder trial, and then Alec Baldwin apparently decided he missed Modern Warfare two and wanted to one uh, wanted to one v one on Rust, uh, three hundred and sixty no scoped uh, uh, camera assistant and the director. So, you know, if you're looking uh, for a two for one special, Alec Baldwin has got your back. You just have to bring your own live ammo, because um, he doesn't know shit about guns. But anyways, let's get into this. It's just going to be spicy. Um, For those of you who don't know and might potentially live under a bridge like a disgusting little troll, um, Kyle Rittenhouse is the young man who killed two people, injured one, and missed the other person uh, <laughs> sorry. I just seen a, a notification for something talking about how Kyle Rittenhouse is finished, quote unquote.
1: <laughs>
0: um. Anyways, uh, yes, he. It was during the the protests of last year or riots, as most of us know about. Um, you know, when it's protesting, you're holding signs and you're chanting and That's it. And then there's protests or there's rioters which then throw shit at businesses, burn businesses, steal shit, break shit, and attack people. Uh, The two are not mutually exclusive. However, there was a lot of both. Uh, And the the premise that one existed without the other is absolute and utter bullshit. And you can at me if you would like to. But you know that I'm fucking right. Uh, The protests existed therefore the riots existed the riots wouldn't have existed without the protests um i'm trying to find the video uh the original footage ah fuck it Uh, it'll show it here so i do want to give kind of a disclaimer this is going to be a vulgar a, a more vulgar episode than usual and there's also going to be uh scenes where if you're not comfortable with violence uh you should probably go ahead and turn it off now Uh, because there will be imagery of people being shot people being hurt there may be blood there may be gore so if you can't handle such things turn it off i will also be showing a clip which has don lemon in it and if you are weak in the mind and it hurts you to hear that sort of thing uh I would also turn it off. I had to, I had to prepare myself to listen to him speak. Um, that level of bullshit requires certain vac- like certain shots, like uh, for sepsis. So, but so it, today was day six of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. They dropped one charge, which was the only misdemeanor. Uh, it was the, the curfew violation. So, six charges, one of which, or seven charges, which one of which was a curfew violation, has been officially struck from the list of charges that the state is going after one Kyle Rittenhouse for. So, congratulations. You guys are fucking idiots. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I hate this planet. I want off. So we'll get into this. We'll get into this Don Lemon thing here. Um, tab. Where is it? Yes, Janice. I was just talking about that. Yeah, the, they dropped the uh, curfew charge. So we've actually got a new feature here. Uh, the software that we use to stream has brought in this new cool little doodad where it puts me on the screen instead of like this where we used to have to do it or like that or whatever. Get to be on the screen now so you can't get away from my ugly mug. But we're going to get into this here. Um, you should be able to hear it. Hopefully, if not, oh well.
1: Wisconsin. He faces seven charges including intentional homicide in the shooting deaths of two men and the wounding of another during civil unrest in the city in August of 2020 after a Kenosha police officer shot a black man in the back. Now, defense attorneys don't dispute that Rittenhouse fired fatal shots, arguing instead that he acted in self-defense. We have more tonight from CNN's Adrian Broaddus. And again, a warning, some of the video you're about to see is graphic. Yeah.
2: As Kyle Rittenhouse looked on, prosecutors played video after video of the gunshot.
0: And I'm going to go into this too. If you haven't watched these prosecutors, I highly recommend it. If you want a crash course on what not to do as a lawyer, uh, these guys are it.
2: That started a night of horror. First, a single shot. Then, seven more. The shooting and what happens next have House facing life in prison for the worst of five felonies. First degree intentional homicide. Both sides agree. Joseph Rosenbaum was the first Rittenhouse killed. But the
0: And for anyone who don't remember or doesn't know anything about uh Rosenbaum uh was uh yeah, as I said, he was the first guy that was killed by uh Rittenhouse. Um which did two things. One, it, it wiped a disgusting pedophile off the planet, which is a good thing. And number two, makes uh Cal Rittenhouse uh he gives it gives him more confirmed kills than uh 95 of the air force so uh congratulations to him he's officially more of a combat vet than most people in the air force
2: but the defense jumping in to make clear their client didn't fire the first shot heard on the video
1: but mr
3: washington there was a first shot which was not mr Rittenhouse's shot
2: instead all sides
0: so what they're going to, what they're talking about now is uh there was a shot fired and this was this was information that was not new to the court hearing. A lot of us knew this beforehand, but um, when uh pedo, peto boy was chasing uh, a minor through a parking lot, uh, there was a gunshot from a third party. Uh, I hate that when you're running through war zone and you're getting third party by someone. Um, but he was running. Uh, the pedophile was behind him. Someone fires a shot. Old, uh pedo Joe Yeats a bag at Kyle. He turns around and uh, basically gives him a cranial check.
2: I degree, a third person fired that first shot. The defense Uh, questioning an eyewitness who live streamed the incident.
0: So this guy right here. uh, So the important thing, the important takeaway from this, these these court proceedings is is basically three people. Um, there's this gentleman here who was live-streaming a lot of it. He was an eyewitness. The second individual is the uh, the guy who gets shot and survives and re- appears uh, in, in court, I believe, on day two or three. Um, and then the third individual, in my opinion, that was important, was the guy that they had on today, uh, the defense had uh, brought in today, which was the gentleman who uh was asked by the dealership owners to watch the property and was uh communicating with rent house during the time he didn't seem like he knew him that well but he was like hey if y'all want to hang out and help that's fine they've asked me to watch it the guy had the keys and everything um but this, these three people are the ones, I would say, are the ones that would make or break this case. And uh, we'll get into it here, but it, it did not go well for the, uh, the city of Kenosha.
2: To make its point that Rittenhouse was not an aggressor.
3: You described Rosenbaum as acting erratic,
1: right? From all of the moments that I was around that you can notice, yes.
3: You described Rosenbaum as erratic, and if this is fair, and Rittenhouse as chain-smoking.
1: Yes, I, I suppose you could say nervous. I guess would be a
2: fairer way to say it. But prosecutors say this grainy FBI aerial surveillance video will show Rittenhouse did move toward Rosen.
0: And I do like how even the CNN reporter is like, "This is the most obscure, shitty footage that someone could possibly have." And so the prosecution brought it before the court. <laughs> the, the, even when even cnn's like yeah this is this is pretty trash bro uh and like they're not on kyle rittenhouse's side uh (laughs) you know something's up
2: rosenbaum while the defense says it shows rosenbaum hid behind cars before chasing rittenhouse who opened fire the most graphic of the videos showing the moment rosenbaum was shot four times And shortly after, when he was carried by bystanders and driven away, a detective confirming Rosenbaum was unarmed.
1: So no gun? No. No knife? No. No bat? No. No club? No.
2: Rittenhouse, who has pleaded not guilty, appeared to look down during some of the most dramatic video, which included the moment he shot two more people.
0: Yeah, they they definitely bring that in to say that He feels guilty for what he did. He wants you. They want you to know that Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17 year old who had to kill people. uh, Actually, no, it wasn't two. It wasn't two people. It's three people, uh, I believe. I I, I don't know. But they want you to know that he feels guilty for his actions, which I mean, if you're a 17 year old that's had to kill people, uh, I don't know that you'd be super excited about reliving it every fucking moment of your life until you die.
2: killing 26-year-old Anthony Huber and injuring Gage Grosskreutz. The case appears to rest on each side's portrayal of Rittenhouse's intent, the prosecution saying in opening statements that Rittenhouse acted as a vigilante, igniting fear in a crowd after shooting an unarmed man.
1: And as he's running, word spreads from the crowd on the street. That there is an active sh-
0: this is the, the main prosecutor for the, uh, for the case, and this dude's a fucking tool. I'm glad they brought this guy on.
1: ...shooter running through the area, and the citizen there attempt to stop him.
2: Rittenhouse's attorneys argue self-defense, and that he only fired his rifle after he was attacked.
3: The other individuals who didn't see that shooting attacked him in the street like an animal.
2: Outside of testimony, Judge Bruce Schrader is in the spotlight for his unusual style.
0: Yeah, and then they bring up the judge talking about Bible verses and shit. It's not important. It really isn't. Uh, they're just trying to once again change the the narrative to where he's some like it when when naturally when the prosecution loses this case, it'll be because the uh, conservative religious judge uh, is what swayed. the the jury which uh i don't necessarily agree with using religion in the courtroom but (laughs) if that's why the jury decides to uh to acquit him that's not going to be the reason uh because obviously anyone who knows about uh prosecution knows that that's got nothing to do with it so the reason i bring that god awful cnn up is it it does do a good job of kind of giving a brief overview um Of what's going on with the court case. Uh, Kind of the big talking points that you've seen. And all that. I am particularly less concerned. Actually I'll say this. I'm not concerned at all with what the fucking law says. Um, The reason I, I feel like this case is important. Is because it's setting a precedent moving forward. On self defense. If you believe self defense should exist. Up to it including. Terminating someone's existence on this planet. Your age shouldn't matter. Where you live shouldn't matter. If you're defending yourself in another state, it shouldn't uh, shouldn't matter. I mean, none, none of those factors mean a damn. I... Andrew, or uh, Steven, I don't even give a fuck about the illegal possession of a firearm. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that that's what your, your thing is. But even that, I don't give a shit. There are tons of cases where there are children who are home alone, and there's a burglar that breaks in and have used a firearm to either deter that individual or kill that individual. And my stance then is my stance now. Fucking good. Yeah, I, I figured that was probably where he was going. I, I agree with you, but... Yes, exactly, Jason. Legality and morality are different things, but are oftentimes opposites. Um, so, I, I, I'll go into this. Fuck it. Let's do this. Let, let's have this discussion. I've seen a lot of people, Libertarians, Republicans, Democrats, that have made this argument that he's in the wrong. He shouldn't have been there. His mom shouldn't have blah fucking blah I don't give a shit. He was there trying to do something. Whether you think it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Morality is subjective, isn't it? What I consider to be the right thing to do may not be considered what everyone considers the right thing to do. In my opinion, he was there trying to help people and he was trying to protect personal property. I am 100% in support of you burning down your local police station or federal courthouse or state courthouse or the fucking capital building i don't give a shit but if someone's like hey i want to help protect someone's personal property their business that their entire entire livelihood depends on yeah i'm in full fucking support because you don't have a right to that property you don't have a right to burn it the fuck down the next person that says oh what about insurance you can go get fucked too because when this stuff happened people were being priced out of their own neighborhoods because insurance rates skyrocketed. And so therefore, they couldn't build back. They could not redo their businesses. So what happened is they just had to eat their losses and starve. That's what happened. Target doesn't give a shit. They wrote all that off on taxes. Walmart, same thing. Large corporations didn't give a shit. The small businesses mattered. Because they are the ones that struggled. They couldn't afford their insurance payments because the rates had skyrocketed because this shit had gone on for months. So, it wasn't about, and for a lot of these people, it was less about fighting the system. It was about being a piece of shit and destroying other people's property because a lot of these people, surprise, surprise, favor more of a Bernie Sanders than capitalism. They prefer more of a a workers controlled means of production, which is just soft core for communism. So yeah, they don't give a shit that you own a business. They fucking hate you for it. So yeah, they'll burn your shit down. And they'll blame you for it. They'll say, Well, you're you're an oppressor. You own a business that only you work at. So this idea that people want to say individual freedom matters or rights matter and then say oh well you shouldn't be 17 crossing state lines with a rifle hey guess what when shit kicks off do you think you're going to give a fuck how old the guy standing next to you is yeah yeah i mean it it was that's that's kind of what i'm saying uh steven steven says that's all the BLM BLM riots were last year. Most BLM wasn't even BLM, but Antifa. I honestly, don't care who it was. I I don't I don't think the association really matters. Uh, the actions of the individuals matter. Like I don't think everyone out there who was protesting was involved with the rioting. I don't think everyone who rioted was there for the protest. It's it's one of those things where people would. Right all night go home and sleep during the day when the protests are going on and come back out at night but <laughs> <Fuck Antifa. laughs> yeah well i mean you don't want to fuck them too hard because they're scrawny and they don't eat well and they don't they're, they're they're too pasty so you can't do it during the day they have to be out at night and you might hurt them um But this idea, so, if you want individual freedom, you have to stop thinking in these terms that are set in your own mind. State borders exist far less than national borders. National borders are a made-up construct. We draw imaginary lines on maps and sand. But you're fine with abolishing national borders, but you think, you think crossing state lines with a rifle under the age of 18 is wrong. Go fuck yourself. How about that? I don't care if you're a fucking libertarian or not. If you think, (coughs) sorry, allergies. If you think that matters, when shit kicks off, boy, have I got some fucking news for you. You're you're not, not only are you not going to give a shit how old the the person standing next to you is. You're probably going to end up eating your neighbor's dog. Little fluffy, the little, little little Pekingese poodle. Yeah, you're probably going to end up eating that too. So congratulations, you have once again played yourself. <clears throat> so the reason the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is important is not because do you think what he did was right or wrong? It's trying to set a precedent, and it's trying to change the narrative that a 17-year-old kid defended him himself against a mob. That's exactly what it was. It was a mob of people, that would have beat him the fuck to death had he not had that rifle. And they, that scares the fuck out of them. When you're the system and you're like your government officials and you see that a 17 year old is dropping bodies in the name of self defense, which is what it was, that should scare the shit out of you. Especially in a time where vaccines are being forced on kids, they're being forced on adults. And oh, they're not forcing you. You just have to have it to work. Eh, okay, sure. We'll take away everything until you comply. That's not force. Sure. Um. It all ties back together. It does. That's the interesting concept, isn't it? Is it all ties back together? If they can force compliance out of a seventeen-year-old kid that's dropping more bodies than uh than most prior service vets, guess what? They've won. And now I'll also say that I care nothing for the kid's political affiliation. Number one, because he's 17 or was 17. So he wasn't old enough to vote, comply or economically die. Yes. Correct. Jason. That's pretty much what it was or is. Um, yeah, uh, from all accounts the kid's a status bootlicker that would like suck the, the, the shoe polish off a off a cop's dick or the cop's wife's blood from where he's beat the fuck out of her off, off the cop's dick um don't care don't care all I'm worried about is can we use the momentum of self defense and move forward because that's what we need self defense isn't just me versus my neighbor it's me versus my neighbor and the government that he wants to use to force me to do things that i don't want to do anyways let's let's get back to the court uh you know the 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 gravely interesting court hearing in which uh so i'm gonna go into i'm gonna, i'm gonna let some of the the uh the prosecutor's uh, opening statement go um, and this will kind of give you also another idea of how the proceedings were to go uh, and all these things you can find on YouTube it's not hard to find but it's it's entitled prosecutor Kyle Rittenhouse video shows he was aggressor shot unarmed victim in the back yes Because when I run away from something, I am charging forward. When I run across the street, I'm running head-on into traffic. Like, head-on with the car. I'm running across the street like this, but I'm actually running into the car. I have it muted, sorry.
1: morning, ladies and gentlemen. The evidence in this case will show that on the night of August 25th, 2020, here in our community of Kenosha, the defendant, Kyle Rittenhouse, who was 17 years old at the time, had armed himself with an AR-15 style semi-automatic rifle loaded with 30 rounds in the magazine.
0: Holy shit.
1: And using that rifle, he shot and killed Joseph Rosenbaum. And on 30
0: 30 rounds. God dang. It's almost like a whole magazine. This this fucking kid was armed to the teeth. He had an entire loaded magazine in an AR. He's an he's an animal, he's a monster. He has more firearms than 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 the entire military.
1: He's armed to the teeth. An unarmed man. The shot that killed Mr. Rosenbaum? was a shot to the back. This occurred after the defendant chased down Mr. Rosenbaum and confronted him <laughs> while wielding that AR-15. The evidence will show that the defendant fled. This oh my god, these stupid commercials. commercials.
0: Yeah, but... <laughs> I can't help but laugh. The video we just watched from CNN showed that even even showed that when he was shot, Rittenhouse was not chasing the guy. It was the opposite even if even if Rittenhouse confronted the guy prior. Uh, it, by all by all definitions, the situation uh, was no longer on Rittenhouse when he runs away from the situation. If I punch you in the head and run away, yeah. That's a bitch move. And, it's, and it technically justifies you chasing me down. But there's no evidence that that happened. There's no evidence that this kid walks up on a grown man and attacks him. There is no claim ever been made. Not a one that he started this altercation. But yet, he shot a grown man in the back that was running at him
1: as he's running away. of the dead body of Joseph Rosenbaum without stopping to offer any aid whatsoever. And as he's running, word spreads from the crowd on the street that there is an active shooter running through the area. And the citizens there attempt to stop him. They approach the defendant. They One person hits him in the back of the head. One person takes a swing at him with a skateboard. That individual is Anthony Huber eventually the defendant loses his balance and falls to the ground an individual who is the subject of count comp- so I, hold
0: on let me see if this is it
1: number 2 the unknown individual yeah what? that's the that's
0: that's the guy out right there so the what they're class what he's calling the unknown individual here uh <laughs> so official court records have this individual classified as jump kick man <laughs> They, I don't think in any of these court proceedings they've given this guy a name. They just call him Jump Kick Man. Like it's it's in, like <laughs> they they refer to him as Jump Kick Man through this entire proceeding. At some point, they identify him as the one who was jumping and kicking. Rittenhouse. House, so they call him Jump Kick Man for six fucking days on national television. <laughs> that's how much of a circus this shit is <laughs> jump kick man can I, can I get that you remember that, 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 old, that old movie with Arnold uh, running man can we get that remake of jump kick man
1: <laughs> runs in at that point and attempts to kick the defendant in the face while the defendant is on the ground this unknown individual is unarmed The defendant, in response, points his AR 15 directly at this individual as this individual is literally (laughs) just said he got assaulted. And it was like, I can't believe he shot him. What the fuck? Flying over his body and discharges that gun twice. Luckily, that individual was not hit. But clearly.
0: So, Jason, the guy you're talking about is the first individual. Um, So, Rittenhouse actually picked his leg up. And like kicked towards the guy, the guy like backed off and ran away. That's who you're speaking of. The second guy, jump kick man, uh, while Kyle was looking at that guy, he comes up and kicks him. That's where all that came from. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, see, so pursuit, attack, rifle, raise, flinch, shot. That's not being shot. By. I don't know which person you're talking about, unless you're talking about the guy with the Glock, in which case we get to that here in a second.
1: Clearly, if he had been hit, the wound would have been severe, and perhaps even fatal. Immediately after that, Anthony Huber, who is holding a skateboard, comes in and reaches for the defendant's gun. He grabs hold of the gun and tries to pull it away from the defendant. The defendant is wearing his AR-15 strapped to his body. There is a yeah, nylon strap around his entire body, and the gun is slung from that. So it is essentially attached to him.
0: A sling, you mean?
1: Mr. Huber's efforts are unsuccessful because of that strap.
0: And, it- and so that's, that's kind of the entire pace of this entire prosecution is he's an awful human being because people attacked him that were unarmed, and he shot them. <clears throat> Yeah, if a group of people attack you and you shoot them, it shouldn't fucking matter whether they're armed or not. It shouldn't matter if it's one-on-one. You break into my house and you're like, I'm going to beat your ass. And I introduce you to my lord and savior, Smith and Wesson, and uh, he rides your ass all the way back outside. Um, it shouldn't matter whether I'm you're armed or not, because I am. And it's not like he's concealed carrying an AR. I mean, it's a full-size rifle. If you're fucking dumb enough to try and jump a kid wearing an AR. Yeah, that's exactly what he said, man. He said, I can't believe this young man shot someone who was trying to stomp his head in while he's on the ground. He was unarmed. He was unarmed. I'll tell you what. (laughs) You become real unarmed real quick when you get shot. Yes, I love that quote. God created man. Samuel Colt made them all equal. So, a lot of you I'm going to go ahead and assume have probably seen the footage uh, from the testimony from Gage uh, Grosskreutz, whatever the fuck, the guy with the Glock, the, the dude, which they're now calling uh, the Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's arm. He was both armed and disarmed at the same time because his bicep got blown off. Or as Gage refers to it as vaporized. Um so I'm not wanting to go through this whole thing cuz I still do want to cover the Alec Baldwin thing. <laughs> lefty. <laughs> yeah, he's he is in fact now a hardcore lefty. Um I will say this, moving into it. uh, Gage. Ah, okay. No, it is not a million dollars. I was getting ready to address this, Janice. It is $10 million, and he's claiming damages from the city of Kenosha and the state, as well as the federal government. <coughs> damages of $10 million, which is fan-fucking-tastic. So, I will get into it. It does talk about it in the video. Um, I I think he, I think he should get it. I think he should get the $10 million and who's why if I'm a grown man and I sneak up on a kid with a Glock, uh, like I have the Glock and the kid has an AR. I, I sneak up on him, have my hands up and then he starts to look away and I still get my bicep blown off. Uh, yeah, he's embarrassed. Like, that's, that's, like, damages, like, mental anguish. Like, the rest of his life, he's gonna be, he's, in his head, he's gonna know he's a bitch. Um, not only because he got his shit rocked by a kid, an untrained kid. But he was a group of adults. And he was on the losing side. It was, like, five on one. And he lost. And now he's being drug into court, uh, Lying. Yeah, 10 million will never undo that. That's what I'm saying, man. Um He gets caught lying multiple times on the stand. He got caught lying to the cops the day that it happened, the day after. He got caught lying to everybody about what happened. Almost like it's a surprise. Like, <laughs> We had no idea that the guy who is claiming to be some revolutionary the bicep man. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go into it. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you watch so everyone's seen the video of the defense attorney at the very end of this video. Basically where he destroys the entire prosecution's argument that this guy is such a victim. But there's so much good stuff that leads into it. There's so much of it that leads up to it. Of him getting caught lying time and time again. And I'm just going to play it. I'm not going to stop it. I'll just commentate through it. And hopefully y'all can hear what I'm saying. If not, the audio's on the video is better anyways. Correct?
2: Correct.
3: Okay. That's a lie. Off the incident, my gen- a narrative version of your statements is that right? Correct. Okay, and if I could, toward the end of that large paragraph, you'd agree it says, Sometime during the incident, my Gen 4 Glock 27 that had a belt clip attached fell off my waist. Correct.
0: Correct. Okay. Bullshit.
3: That's a lie, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say that's a lie now. Out of
0: your back here and run with it? I did. So it didn't fall off your waist. Did we and I feel know? bad for the prosecutor because he's going out so the information this idiot's giving him. No, but he decided he was going to okay, prosecute whole, a 17 year old or 18 year old adult now with seven counts, one of them being a curfew violation, which has now been dropped officially.
3: The next sentence I told multiple. Officers that I dropped my firearm,
2: right?
1: Correct. Okay.
3: Now, you didn't drop your firearm. You were chasing Mr. Rittenhouse with your gun, right? You were chasing him with your gun, yes? No. (laughs) You didn't chase him down Sheridan Road, pulling your gun, chasing after him. That's a lie. You're saying that didn't happen. I'm not saying that it didn't happen, but I (laughs) wasn't chasing the defendant.
0: I was just running in the same direction. No. Behind him. Okay.
3: (laughs) Did you ever get charged for not telling the truth to the police about. (laughs) No. Did you ever tell the police in here on this statement that you actually had a firearm in your hand and pointed it at the defendant? No, I did not. You never told him you had a gun at all in terms of as you had an interaction with Mr. Rittenhouse. True?
0: That is correct. That that prosecutor's like, wait, what? And
3: <laughs> I know you said you don't know, but Jason Lakowski testified that he picked up that firearm that he believes belonged to you. And there was one in the chamber. Do you dispute that that could be true? No, I do not. Now, you had talked about your purpose of being there that evening. You're a member of our Wisconsin Revolution, are you not? No, I'm not. You're a member of the People's Revolution? No, I'm not. Have you spoken at their rallies? I haven't one. And during that rally, uh, have you made statements such as, long live the revolution?
2: <laughs> I have.
3: And you have no affiliation with them, though?
0: This defense attorney's having a here. ball, okay, son. Look no at this. Room Look room at the room grin room on room his face. Room. He knows he's. He knows what's up. Yes.
3: Now, your first statement to uh, Officer, I think it's Birch, on uh, the morning of uh, the twenty sixth. When he's asking you uh, about what happened, if I have this right, you don't explain at all to him as to how you approached Mr. Rittenhouse with your gun, correct? Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't remember specifically on that document. Okay. Though. In fact, six hours after you had been shot, you had a lawyer,
0: right? Correct. I'm going to skip through some okay. of this. That is one thing that. Basically, he's asking: Is your lawyer here? You found a lawyer. You didn't want to talk um, to anybody. Blah blah blah. This. This should be. I think it's item sixty-eight. Uh, this should be the 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 grievance he files with the state, basically saying they owe him the ten million dollars. Uh, if the, if I remember correctly, that's what this is. Exhibit sixty-two.
3: Sixty-two.
0: There's house. So I'm going to show you what has been marked as exhibit number 62.
3: Uh, this is a notice of claim.
0: Notice of claim. That is correct. Okay.
3: Filed on your behalf by your lawyer, right?
0: That is correct, yes.
3: Making a notice
2: or telling,
0: among others, So one thing that this guy does that almost no other witness brought to the stand does is he keeps looking at the jury when he answers the question. He doesn't need to do that. The microphone obviously works. We can tell when when Rittenhouse's uh, lawyer keeps walking around, you can hear the audio change. He keeps looking at the, the jury. Why? Because he's obviously been coached into what to say. And this document or the next two, this document and the next one will go over why he's being coached. His lawyer is trying to use him to make bank $10 million pays a pretty good legal fee. So his lawyer is basically coaching him into what to say to sound like a victim. So when he tries to claim that $10 million settlement, uh, she will definitely, I guarantee you get a. Big cut of that ten million dollars. Even a twenty
1: percent,
0: twenty five percent cut of ten million dollars is, you know, twenty five percent, two point five million dollars plus whatever fees. So probably close to three.
3: The city and county of Kenosha that you would like ten million dollars.
0: True. That is correct. He looked like he didn't know. (laughs) He knows fucking how much money he's claiming.
1: (laughs) So are you aware in this
3: document, you never mentioned that you actually possessed a firearm. You know that? That is correct. You you left that part out, right? That is correct. Judge, I would move 62. Is there a reaction? No. You then had, shortly thereafter, I want to say in October... I'm going to show you what is exhibit 63. You have now filed a lawsuit in federal courts. Is that right? That is correct. Did you read that? Yes, I did. Okay. In that document, you again failed to mention that you possessed a firearm. Is that right? That is correct. So you, in these documents that you are filing with courts, you are leaving out the fact that you had possessed a
0: So, yeah, basically, he's him and his lawyer are filing these documents saying he's a victim of the circumstances. Like he just happened to be there and he just happened to get shot uh, because of inaction of the state and the federal government. Uh, Well, that would make sense if he was at Dunkin Donuts and a shootout just happens and a cop shoots him instead of one of the people shooting that lawsuit makes sense you know when it doesn't make sense when you charge at a 17 year old sitting on the ground with an ar with a glock in your hand and try to shoot him but you get yeeted first that's when that doesn't make sense
3: to fire when this when you were shot right that is correct and this is so. To be fair, uh, this is your testimony today, and how this case turns out has a has an impact on your ability to try to collect your ten million, right?
1: That's correct. So
3: if he's convic- if Mr. Rittenhouse is convicted, your chance of getting ten million bucks is better, right? I'm not entirely sure how that plays out. <laughs> <You've never laughs> yeah, you fucking <laughs> <such laughs> liar. A <lawyer> <laughs> Fair um, you you're aware that if Mr. Rittenhouse is convicted your chances of getting the 10 million dollars are better I yeah
0: I would object too. To that.
3: Well, <laughs> so, I to on the first ground.
0: so the next the next 20 30 minutes is him denying his involvement saying I didn't chase him I was not chasing him I was following behind him while running. With a Glock in my hand. So it takes them basically. 30 minutes I believe. For him to come out. So this. So Gabe. Or Gage. Whatever the fuck his name is. I don't care. Um, He says. He didn't have his gun out. When he approached Rittenhouse. And then they go through the video. Footage of him reaching for his gun. Before he gets attacked by Jump Kick Man, as he's formerly known as now in in the court system. Uh, (laughs) If I'm that guy, I change my fucking legal name to Jump Kick Man tomorrow. Um, And then he says that he just happened to be following people. And he was looking to help Kyle Rittenhouse. He wasn't there to hurt him. He was there to help him. And all of this is him lying his ass off, which leads into.
3: About the shooting, do you? No, I do not. (laughs) This lead detective on a
0: homicide. So, what what he's talking about here is he's brought in for questioning. Uh, There's the prosecutor, who's this dickhead right here, Uh, and a bunch of other people are, are. interrogating him he's asked if he can turn over his cell phone because he was live streaming during all this and he says no what he didn't know or what he claims to have not known because this guy is obviously a continuous liar or a uh whatever you call it someone who lies all the time um not cnn uh even though they are one um claims that he didn't know that they had a search warrant for his phone. So there's a lot of evidence that stacks up in a weird way that looks bad, not only on this guy alone, but on the prosecutor and on the state and how they handled all this.
3: Homicide case, where you are also shot, is trying to gather information...
0: Pathological liar. Thank you, Jason. exactly
3: what went on, and you refused to answer questions about that, right? About specifically about the shooting? Yeah. That is correct. Was that your decision or your lawyer's decision? That was the advice that my counsel gave me. So your counsel wouldn't let you answer questions about your involvement, true? I wouldn't say that she wouldn't let me, but she advised against it. So your statements about what actually happened first time that we're getting an insight as to what actually happened is today, right?
1: I don't think that's accurate.
3: Well, on the 24th, you refused to answer questions, right? The 24th of September. Correct. And the day after the incident, you acknowledge you left out the fact that you even had a gun, right? That is correct. You were asked... Mr. Bringer asked you about this. You were asked...
0: So yeah, we all knew he had a gun. I mean, it was obvious in the footage. There was pictures of him and his his limp dick bicep that had been eviscerated holding a Glock. Uh, he didn't reach down and pick it up after his bicep had been blown off. He was still holding on to it because it's a muscle reflex. His hands tensed up because when, when you have trauma like that, your body reacts in a certain way and you either drop or you grip tighter to whatever you're holding, which, in this case, was a Glock. We're going to move on uh, a little bit further here. So I think Asked we get into the, the footage.
1: My phone was so...
3: Bad. Asked you for phone.
1: No, I was
0: not.
3: Are when you was... aware that he had a search warrant for your phone?
0: Yeah, that's search warrant. Oh. Right. Blah, blah, blah. a little, notified that
3: the lunch is here, but... Uh...
0: Yeah, they're, they're having a conversation about whether to stop or not because Justice dies at lunch. <laughs> so, this, this here is, if I remember right, it's the unbridled version of the footage. It's basically continuous. He's hit. And the mobs forms. And they pause that. No. Now, so this is the first guy... Uh, uh, he'll, he'll go into it. I'll shut up. You see that? This isn't you, but you see this
3: gentleman right here? Uh, see that? I do. Okay. Mister, he is... Would you like Sister Mercy Pointer? Oh, sure. It's up to you. I don't... You, you're. Welcome to use your glasses if you want. Thank you. He's got it. Oh, he's got it. Okay. You see this gentleman right here, right? I do. Okay, now you agree he advanced on what ran after came up to Mr. Rickhouse, right? Can you rewind just slightly? Can you just go, you, you know, go back 10? You agree that he runs up to Mr. Rittenhouse and then applies the brakes, right? I do. Okay. And you'd agree that he's feet, me to you away. And that's okay. a fair assessment, yes.
0: Yeah. So he's talking about the first guy who runs up to him. He whips AR around and he runs off. Never. So he never goes through a lot of here. side bullshit.
3: So, so
0: and so a lot of us have seen this footage already, right? This is the video where guy clocks him in the back of the head. Um, he goes down, a guy runs up to him, points the AR at this guy. This guy runs off. Jump kick man, kicks him, goes down, turns, fires two rounds and a jump kick man. And then, uh, the skateboard dude, whose pregnant girlfriend, they actually weren't together. Uh, but she claims that's her fiance and she's also suing the city for like a million dollars or whatever uh because a good hoe always knows when to collect um shoot him and then this guy Gage whatever the fuck is last name Gross Kraut whatever um runs up and we'll we'll get to that footage here
3: you hear that, right?
0: Uh, in the moment, yes, I did hear it. Okay. It is
3: hard. This, yes. okay. Originally said, Dan, that you didn't say anything. You were just running whatever word you want. You're moving towards Mr. Rittenhouse, right? That is correct, yes. Okay. <clears throat> we just heard a shot,
0: skateboard guy
3: and to be fair that you put on the brakes right you were running you then almost stop in your tracks fair enough
0: i would correct to To be fair
3: and i don't know if your arms are up at that point but it looks like you're kind of protecting your head at that point is that fair
0: that is correct okay
3: how far do you think you are away from him at that point to the best of your ability i would say about there uh between um me and you you and i correct So three feet Three to five. Now at that point.
0: Yeah, so he's going to talk about how uh, Gage here has his hands up. And then in this hand right here, the right hand, there's a Glock. I mean, because when I go to provide aid to someone, I make sure to have a gun in hand to help that person. Like my my five year old, or yeah, my five year old fell the other day, and I made sure to draw my weapon and point it at him as I ran towards him because you never know what he's going to do. He might smear poop on a wall or something. That's more like the two year old, but um, yeah, no, I make sure to have gun in hand when I go to provide aid to someone. Well, are you going to play? Oh, I muted it. Shit, sorry. Just like his father. <laughs> Some sort of wooden object, yes. Okay. So your hands are up. Talking about this guy here. And at that point, sorry, he this has guy here. Not fired
3: at you, correct?
1: No, he isn't. There we go. It's
3: going to be quick. You'd agree at this point. You are dropping your hands. You are loading your front foot,
0: and you are. Can I just say something real quick? This guy in the car. (laughs) I shouldn't say guy. Uh, This individual in the vehicle is basically anyone who's ever played Grand Theft Auto. Like, you're driving downtown and, like, shit's popping off. Like, GTA Online. Like, there's, like, 20 people throwing rockets and nades and shit at each other. You're like, it's not my beef, and I just drive around. That's what this guy is. I just wanted to bring that up. I think I thought I thought it was funny.
3: We're moving toward Mr. Rittenhouse at that point. True. Yes. Okay. So when you were shot, can you bring up the photo? You'd agree. And now wait. How close do you think you are to him at that point? Three feet. Okay. And if it was five feet before, it would.
2: So, so tell math
3: me if good. I've got the lay of the land. <laughs> at this point, you're holding a loaded, chambered Glock twenty-seven in your right hand. Yes. That is correct. Yes. You are advancing. On Mr. Rittenhouse, who is seated on his butt,
0: right? The way that is he announced it. But you're moving forward, and your
3: right hand drops down with your gun. Your hands are no longer up, and now they're, the gun is pointed in the direction of Mr. Rittenhouse. Agree? I'll give you a, a picture. Maybe that'll
0: <laughs> his face is getting red. It's getting redder and redder because he knows he's been caught. He knows he's full of shit. And he's been called out for being full of shit? What's the next one? They're trying to argue with the photo, whatever. He's blah, blah, blah. Show yeah.
3: Yeah. Sure you what has been marked as exhibit. And
0: one thing here, you'll notice, he keeps showing the prosecutor the stuff before he brings it up. The prosecutor's like, yeah, that's that's agreed upon evidence before the court hearing. And so then he brings it up. It's procedural stuff. It's basically saying, I've not hid this from you. You understand that I've shown you this. I've given you time to look at this. And, he's, and the prosecutor still gets shit on.
3: So, um, Mr. Grosskirts, I'm going to show you what has been marked as Exhibit 67. Uh, that's a photo of you, yes? Yes. Okay. Um, that's Mr. Rittenhouse?
0: Correct. Okay. Uh-oh. Now, that looks like a gun in his hand.
3: you you agree your firearm. Pointed at Mr.
0: Rittenhouse, correct? Yes. Okay. And once your firearm is pointed at Mr. Rittenhouse, that's when. <laughs> the, the way he describes this. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> wanna... No.
3: Does this look like right now your arm is being shot? That looks like my bicep being vaporized. Yes. <laughs> Is
0: being vaporized is you're pointing your gun directly at yeah. him. Yes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> my my so, bicep being vaporized.
3: When you were standing three to five feet from so
0: him. So one other thing I, right. I bypassed earlier. Uh, he Yeah, I bypassed it because it's 252. Okay, so it, he asked why he omitted in his official police report at the hospital why he didn't mention that he had a gun and he's like oh well i just come out of surgery and there was so much trauma and i was on all these drugs and i was just it was poor me poor me and the defense attorney goes well, didn't you describe like pretty much what what Mr. Rittenhouse was wearing to the tea? Didn't you describe all the other people there? Didn't you do all this other stuff? Like, and he he asked him something. Uh, Insider just posted an article titled "Many Other Prosecution Witnesses in the Carl Rittenhouse Uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, Jason Booth just posted. Uh, that's how I just posted an article titled "Many of the prosecution's witnesses in the Calvert House trial suggested the teenager opened fire in self-defense." <laughs> no fucking shit. Um, good thing y'all are tuned in here because uh, you get to watch me drunkenly stumble through this footage for a third time this week. Uh, but yeah, so this guy right here, this clown basically has been called on every lie that he's told over the last year. And, uh, he's not enjoying it. Look at that face. He is not having a good time. He, uh, he didn't pizza. He, he, he French fried when he should have pizza and he's having a bad time. Uh, you know, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, So, uh, I would, I would love to see. I would almost start a GoFundMe to get this defense attorney on the, uh, on the the judge panel. Uh, that's not how that works, but, um, <laughs> to overhear the case why this guy needs ten million dollars from the city of Kenosha and the federal government. Yes, sir. That is a fantastic South Park reference. Thank you. So, actually, yes. So, okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take the YouTube link. I'm going to copy and paste it. Um, he, He says that he didn't know that his CCW was expired, but he found out later. Anyone who has a CCW, like, I can tell you that in 2025, mine expires for the state of Tennessee. I don't have to have it, but I can tell you in 2025, mine expires. The 11th month of 2025. But that link I just posted is the entire two hour and 58 minute video of this guy lying his ass off. And then at the end of it, the last four minutes, he gets called out all at once and he can't handle it. And the prosecution about kills themselves. So let's get back to it.
3: Arms up in the air, he never fired, right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him,
0: that he fired, right? Correct. <laughs> let's play that again. Let's let let's <laughs> let's fucking nice <not> zoom in. <laughs> so, let, I'm I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna play it.
3: Never fired, right? Three to five vaporized as you're pointing your gun directly at him. Yes? Yes. Okay, so when you were standing three to five feet from him with your arms up in the air, he never fired, right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down pointed at him, that he fired, right?
0: Correct. And zoom in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The entire
0: prosecution rested on this guy. Or pretty much anyone saying that Kyle Rittenhouse was aggressive. Like, all they had to find was one person to say that this kid was belligerent. And he went after people with the intent to kill. They couldn't find a fucking one that could prove it. This guy, in my honest opinion, was the sole person who made the claim that he was a victim of Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, he, he, his claim of $10 million says that he was a victim of a 17-year-old child who outshot him. If I'm this guy... Yeah, and there goes the ten million. Exactly. I think he deserves it. I mean, if I'm gonna be called a bitch on national television by a defense attorney, I deserve ten million dollars.
1: <laughs>
0: oh yeah. I I look, I don't recommend watching all the days of this footage. I've done it. I want to die. Watching this man come, like watching two hours and 58 minutes of this and watching him come unraveled in the last few minutes is totally fucking worth it. All the lies. So like the prosecution knew what they were going to ask him. They were staged questions. They, I'm sure they fed them to him. Uh, And he was able to knock it out of the park. It looked bad for Rittenhouse. And then the defense attorney is like, hey, you remember all that other shit that came out? Like how you had a Glock in your hand and you chased the fucking kid like a block and a half down the road? Yeah, that don't look so good, buh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's
0: mad. He's mad as shit. Look at that. <laughs> He's mad because he's been called out on national television. This was his moment to, to shine. <laughs> he fucked it up. <laughs> I can't help but laugh. He's out of oh, fucking, fucking. <laughs> He's mad. So anyways, I was going to go through the timeline of events. I don't care anymore. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow through the Alec Baldwin thing because it's been like an hour and eleven minutes. That's what they call impeaching a witness. Yeah, nobody cares about law anymore. Uh it's all about what you feel. Um <clears throat> so gonna blow through the Alec Baldwin thing. It's it's far less entertaining. Uh mostly because Alec Baldwin is not that entertaining. Um But Alec Baldwin has openly called for more police presence on movie sets because police would have magically stopped him from pointing a firearm at people and pulling the trigger. And don't let don't get confused. They keep throwing this phrase prop gun around. You know what a prop gun is? Like it's not like a fake gun that doesn't fire anything. Prop gun means that it's property of the studio. So the studio has a as a permit to own firearms for the purposes of making movies. They're actual firearms. And obviously. You can chamber around in these firearms and fire them. So, the big thing, the big takeaway from all this is he was alleged to have said, uh, that they, they said they wanted to redo the scene and he was upset by it. Like, like not like that, like, the, I'm gonna fucking really kill you guys. It was the, like, the joking, uh, I hate this, whatever. Um, And jokingly in the character's voice said, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you sons of bitches, pointed it at the individuals, squeezed the trigger and killed one person and injured another. So, and the article I'm looking at comes from, uh, (laughs) the daily beast. And it starts off with, someone needs to check in on Alec Baldwin. (laughs) And then two weeks since Baldwin unintentionally discharged a live weapon at two people, on the Faces head of the Western Picture Rust, killing cinematographer Elena Hutchinson, and wounding director Joel Souza, it's been made abundantly clear that Langlo wasn't a part of the PR plan. Yes. He hasn't been arrested. And you know why? Because he's a Democrat. And he's been openly anti-gun. And he doesn't think you should own a gun, but he should be able to use them to shoot people on accident. Look, I don't, I don't think he did it on purpose. I think it was pure negligence. I think that he has no knowledge about firearms. That's why he's anti-gun. And that's why he shot and shot and killed one person and injured another. It, it, yeah, it's it's technically <clears throat> He didn't intend to kill people. But it is negligence. That's what it is. It's negligence. At minimum, it's negligent homicide. It's still a crime. Yes, it is. Which this case is much more open and shut than the Kyle Rittenhouse one. So The reason I bring these two cases up, the reason I talk about these is firearms are a passion of mine. I care deeply. I think even communists should have guns. I I don't think they're people. I think they are property of the state. But you should own a firearm. If you are a human being, you deserve the right to own a firearm. I think you should also get training on how to use those firearms, especially if you're an actor who uses firearms. Or movies. Because as we've seen. From this. The scene of Rust. The FBI recovered almost 300 live rounds. Almost 600 blanks. So that's a one in three chance. That one of those rounds was going to go. Pew it's a one in three chance that somebody was not making it to cast uh, to the casting call next week. Now, is that his fault? 100%? No. If, you're, if your assumption is that everything I'll see is going to be a blank, then yeah, you would assume everything's going to be blank. But... <laughs> Cash didn't intend to get his bicep <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, Jason, you're funny, bud. <sighs> Fuck around and find out. Yes, sir. So, once again, once you pick up a firearm, everything that comes out of it is your responsibility. Everything that happens due to that firearm is your responsibility. That's why it's important. You have to account for every round. Kyle Rittenhouse did. He killed a pedophile, a wife beater, and and vaporized the bicep of a guy who should go fuck himself. But he can't because his right arm's fucked now. So... (laughs) Um. Yeah, and I'll say this. It is tragic that innocent people did die on the set of Rust. I'm sure their politics disagree with mine. I'm sure they would more than love to see someone like me who owns firearms get shot in their sleep. I'm sure they crave that stuff. But I'm better than that. I don't think their death is a joke I think that life or the individual who was killed didn't deserve that. Um, I have no evidence that they were a bad person, that they were a child molester or a rapist or anything like that. Um, those are pretty really much the things that I kind of classify you deserve death for not even at the hands of the state, but, um, it uh bad things have happened and i think alec baldwin should 100% be responsible for his actions if i discharge a firearm at a at a gun range and a ricochet hits someone i can be legally held liable uh, responsible for that round because once it leaves that firearm once it, not even the firearm once it leaves the casing that it was housed in. I create a chain reaction. That causes that round. To leave that firearm. Which goes down. And moves around. Yeah. I am held liable for that. As a responsible gun owner. With training. With so, as someone who cares deeply. About how I handle firearms. I don't handle firearms. When, I'm, when I've been drinking. Even a little bit. Unless I absolutely have to. If it's a life and death situation, that's the only time. Even like even now, I will not go over there and touch my safe. I won't go upstairs and touch my safe. I won't go in the next room and touch my safe. Got lots of safes. But that's being responsible. Even if it's an accident, if you discharge a firearm accidentally. And someone gets injured or killed. You are held responsible for it. Especially in the eyes of the media. Who hate gun owners. Even Fox News. For all you Republicans. I think that Republicans give such a shit about firearm ownership. You are responsible for what happens. Your negligence is not inadmissible. You are responsible for putting that firearm in that position. If it's a poorly maintained firearm and it just randomly goes off and kills someone, that is your fault. If you refuse to maintain your vehicle and you lose control of it and kill someone, that is your fault. If you decide to run up on a kid who is sitting on the ground in the middle of a riot and you've got a Glock in your hand and he yeets your fucking bicep into the next dimension, you're responsible for that. This is kind of where I was leading. So Baldwin is now the poster boy for proper gun control. The only gun control that he should now be promoting is firearm training and not Gun legislation. Because we could have had all the gun legislation in the world and this still would have happened. It wouldn't have mattered. Learning how to handle a firearm is important. Keanu Reeves. Good story on this one. Uh, He used to be similar to Baldwin. he hated people who owned guns. And then he started doing a very certain movie series where his dog gets killed and he kills pretty much everyone in sight. He got fantastic training from a gentleman called Taryn from Terran Tactical. He got to use all kinds of Gucci shit at no cost to him. And now he owns over a thousand firearms. He shoots almost daily. And he understands that firearms are a necessity to life. And with that we now have the two tails of two blasters with different outcomes. If he had been a Republican defending his own life, I'm not even going to say that. I I don't care about the politics. If he had shot someone that broke into his house, he would have been vilified. Alec Baldwin, I mean. Because he's unarmed! But because he's a famous actor who makes movies and talks the good talking points about absolute government control over your rights and firearms. He gets to walk. Holy shit, it's been almost an hour and a half. There are several of y'all. There are many of y'all still watching this, and I don't know why. But I thank you all. Um, I'm going to leave uh, with a little bit of us. Doesn't matter what you do. Whether it's firearms, whether it's your job, or whether it's playing video games. Train at everything you do. Everything you do matters. Even if you don't think it does in the moment. Every action you take matters. Whether or not to you or to someone around you, we have no life. Well, welcome to the club. Arms are limited to firearms. No, there is a debate on that. I, I want to get into that, but that's a that's like an hour long conversation on arms and the definition of arms. But no, I agree. Like I think arms should count for everything. Like if it. Mm, we're not going to get in that. Brian, I appreciate that, but we're not going to get into that. That's, that's a whole other conversation. But anyways, I appreciate y'all tuning out. Tuning in so you can tune out. <laughs> it's a long day. Um, Muddy Waters is on. I'm sure some of y'all are watching. Some of y'all might not be. Go check them out. Uh, I hear the hosts are far better looking than they usually are. It's not some little white guy and a Jewish guy. It's uh, two ladies who actually might be entertaining to watch. Yes. (laughs) A skateboard is an arm. (laughs) Oh, lordy. Ladies and gentlemen, pan people and attack helicopters. I wish you good night and good news. Tune in tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Eastern Freedom Time to watch Will and Braxton. And tune in Thursday night to watch myself and Mr. Will interview someone. Don't know who it's going to be. I've got it scheduled. I'm not looking it up. I'm not opening another app. I'm tired. But good night. Good news. Where's my intro?